Hands off parenting. It's just hands off parenting. Put that down. Don't touch that. Stop it. Where's the line? All right. Um, hi. Hi. I'm Abby. I'm Steph. This is Hands Off Parents. Very enthusiastic as usual. Um... <laughs> But I am not happy about a few things. Let's One hear about is, it. I'm shocked that you're starting I know. the podcast I know. in this way. <laughs> what do you want to whine about today? Um, school is starting. Uh, and I know most parents, like, I keep, like, reading, like, yay, school's back on. But if you are a teacher. Oh, God. It is the worst time the of worst. the year. It's the worst. Yeah. Horrible time <laughs> of the year. Yeah. This is the first year I don't have to be, be doing that noise. And let me tell you what. It is glorious. I feel like it's Christmas it's right now. Per- Pretty awesome for you. It's great for me. It's not good for me. Sorry about you guys. Or our special guest. Special guest. Yay. This is Brooke Smith. Yes. Um, and Brooke is a currently kindergarten teacher. Well, you tell us yeah. all of your various teaching <laughs> experience. Yes. I started out teaching in first grade and then moved to third grade and realized that was too much. And now I'm in kindergarten where I plan to stay. And how long have you been teaching? 12 years. 12 years. Wow. Wow. And you're still with it, so that's like a really good sign. I'm still with it. Like, you you like it? I love it. I have had opportunities to leave and do other things. I'm like, oh, I can't. Tell me what you love about teaching kindergarten. (laughs) I mean, I really, because when when I go into my daughter's classroom, I mean, it's not kindergarten, but it's little ones. I always tell her teachers, like, you are saints. I don't know how you do this. Like, I taught high school, and that was for me. But, like, what is it you like about teaching that age? I mean, you have to like kids. Right. First of all. Yeah. I hope so. It's not it's, for it's you. It's in trouble. <laughs> um, but I guess I have just always liked teaching other people how to do things. Like my dad built an office when we were younger and brought home this huge chalkboard. And that's all I wanted to do was stand in front of the chalkboard and that's teach awesome. invisible You kids. always wanted to be a teacher. I like try to do other things, but like my life choices always brought me back to teaching which is how I got to Houston I did teach for America oh awesome what a great program applied to all these master's programs like oh hoping to get in didn't get into one single program and only had teach for America and I was like I guess this is it yeah Yeah. um that's a great program yeah it was great awesome I, I have all my friends from Houston are teach for America teachers and you guys are hardcore yeah yeah teach for America is like a hardcore can you tell us like a little bit about it for people who don't know what it is? Yeah, so they take recent college grads or um, some people were coming from other careers, and you have a two-year commitment to teach in a low-income school in a public school district, and you have all the support of Teacher America, but you're really an employee of the school district. Um, wow. And they pay for some schooling, or like, do you then get have to get your master's at the same time? No. Amer- they used to partner with AmeriCorps. Right. And AmeriCorps would give you a service grant at the end of your two years. So you had to log all of your hours. So, like, your teaching hours were considered service hours. And then you would get this money at the end that you could use towards graduate school, or you could use it to pay back loans. I ended up using it to get my master's at U of H. Okay. So it was great. I paid for all of it. Perfect. Wow, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool thing. I applied for a program like that um, when I was living in New York City, and they were like, great, you have to work at this school that was like, I don't, like, I don't want to describe, I can't describe, like, shoot, like, people were getting shot on a daily basis. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that I can handle that. As much as I want to be like a Michelle Pfeiffer style, <laughs> like, yeah, like 
I didn't yeah. think I could do it. No. But did you find, like, because Houston has a lot of rough neighborhoods. Yeah. My school was in a very rough area, but I felt safe teaching younger kids. My friends who taught high school, like, those people were so much bigger than me. And right. it's yeah. not right. any Good. place I think I would have thrived. Good yeah. for them. Like, that's mm-hmm. amazing and wonderful. You're brave. Making a diff. Yeah, making a diff. Yeah. <laughs> in the world. In the world. Um I also think it's it's interesting that Brooke is here because she has children. Yeah, she's also a parent. parent. So tell me about tell us about your kids. How old are they? What are their? I names? have a four and a half year old boy named Bodie, and then I have a seventeen month old named Avery. Oh, yeah. those are some cute. Yeah, they are cute. And you like? I mean, you look like you're alive and you're, you're showered around. You're showered. You, <laughs> you like you look really you put look together. Rested. Like I, I'm, I'm yes. like a little hating you right yeah. now. Like a little <laughs> slightly bit. I had some surgery earlier in the summer, so I had nothing but downtime. So I think it's like so it's a well rested books. I like. Oh my, what are red books? books? What change is? any diapers? <laughs> That's awesome. oh, yes. so surgery it's is a vacation surgery. for moms. <laughs> yeah. Filing that away. Yeah. Next time I need Might a break, I'll like, go have a surgery. Go have, go have a, I'm going to do a surgery this weekend. I'm going to have an elective surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll figure out a reason. <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so we were like talking about, about like some of the crazy things that we've done, like as like thinking about schooling mm-hmm. and like, we've talked uh, like through here and there, like picking your battles as a parent to, you know, what's important as a parent to talk to your teachers about and what's not. But I definitely want to hear from the teacher's perspective. Yeah. Like the teacher parent relationship yeah. is an interesting relationship. Totally. Yeah. So what's your take on all that? And feel free to like knock us down as parents. <laughs> like tell us <laughs> no, all the ways sides. that we're terrible. I mean, you definitely need parents on your side. Like you, the ideal situation is that you would be a team because it does take a village yes. to raise the kids. Um, Abby so and I talked about that. approach yes. it that way that you're all on the same side to do what's best for their child. Now, the difference in opinion comes what is best for your child. Right, sure. And I think a lot of parents think they are teachers and they know what I should be doing in the classroom with their kid. But I would never go to their house and be like, this is how you should parent. Right. So it's like, what makes you feel like you can come in the classroom? Or to their job. Exactly. And say, I'm going to do your job today. Exactly. And tell me what's best for your kid in the classroom. Because it's two separate environments. It's two completely different things. They're one of 18 to 20 kids in the room. Right. You know, I have things I need to get everybody doing. Right. So there needs to be some understanding and, you know, having boundaries there. But their kid is a golden shining star. Of course. Right. I mean, like, do you find that, like, every parent has, like, a golden shining star? At my age that I teach, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in a kindergarten, like, oh, we want this to be the best year of their lives. By the time they get to my husband's age, like, they're like, oh, they have a D? Oh, what a relief. Right. You know, it's such a different... (laughs) So your husband teaches high school. He teaches high school. And, you know, they are, like, just happy that they're still in school. Right. 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 You know, they've recognized (laughs) that they have faults by the time they're 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. But when they're five, they're They're perfect. perfect. They're perfect. And they're the smartest, and they can already read and do all these things. Right, right, right. I'm not challenging them enough. Like, if I, like, that just kills me. What? They throw, like... You're not challenging challenging their kindergarten. They're acting out because they're bored, or they're not being challenged. I'm like, no. 
Like, so tell me I've how already you... heard this in like daycare. Like, like I've heard this from other parents. Like, oh, they're they're hitting because they're bored. I'm like, what are they mm. bored about? Right. No. <laughs> Coloring? <laughs> like, come on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't really like my color selection. <laughs> yeah. I hit Sally. It's only like <laughs> this 56, whatever. Anyway. Do you have, okay, so I know that you have parent-teacher conferences mm-hmm. because we've gone to them. Yep. We've gone to them yes. as Iris's uh-huh. parents. So... What is that like to have to tell a parent that something is potentially wrong with their child? Have you had to have those conversations? Like Absolutely. wrong in what respect? Like, like developmentally, bad or, okay, yeah. or behaviorally. It's usually, yeah, it's usually behavior or it's reading. Like yeah. there's a delay, yeah. or, right? Um, and we do have like two set parent-teacher conference times every year, but. If there's a problem, hopefully you've addressed it before that day because no parent wants to walk in and just get blindsided with everything that's been going wrong with their child and they haven't heard anything about it. Right, right. right. So you want to open those lines of communication before you get to that point. Yeah. So that it's not an awkward conversation. I can't even imagine like mm-hmm. sitting a parent down and being like, so by the way, Johnny literally cannot read and he yeah. should be and that's awful. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Like, I how do you even couch that? that? Like yeah. how do you start that conversation? Um, you usually have to have some data, some kind of physical, you know, benchmarking assessment or something because you can't argue with data and facts. Right. If I just sat down and said, well, I feel like he mm-hmm. can, you know, that's going to open a whole nother yeah. window. Yeah. Um, but it, it is hard. I don't look forward to that at all. Oh, I'm sure. At all. Okay. You don't, but has there ever been a scenario where you're like, I hate this kid so much. <laughs> not that I want him to have like disability, like developmental, but like he like through something and like he's in trouble and I'm, and you're just like mildly super in like your hidden brain like uh-huh. I cannot wait to tell their parents they're oh, like crappy sure. parents like do you have kids that drive you nuts oh yeah okay tell me about oh, those kids and so tell us their first and last like... names <laughs> no, and their addresses <laughs> and phone numbers we are gonna kick their head. call them and toilet paper their houses <laughs> and this is where you have to like kids because if you have somebody that pushes your buttons like that you're gonna lose control yeah, yeah. and they know it they're so smart. Yeah. They're like animals. Like they feel, they're like instinctual. They know when you're about to blow it and yeah. they love it. So you cannot so let them even like know that you're about to lose it or that it bothers you. You know, I had a little boy this year. He just, every day was something and he was testing the boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would call his mom. He does this every year. You know, as we get into school, I'm like, well, some heads up about that. Right. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this has been a pattern for the last four or five years. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, reach out. Could have, you know? could have used that information. Let me know. Yeah. You know, so you just have to, to keep cool. And you get a sense as a parent, you're talking to them, like what it's like at their house. Mm. Right. 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 You know, right. like. I'll say, whoa, they're acting this way in class. Oh, well, they do that at home, but I just don't know what to do about it. And that's where, like, I'm not going right. to, well, you should be doing, you know, this at home. But that gives me a little picture into why they act that way at school. If there's mm. no boundaries at home, you're not disciplining, you're not following through, then, you know, that gives me... And do they want advice? Like, have you ever had parents be like, what should I yeah, do? Yeah, I want advice right now. Yeah, totally, like, my, actually. And I was like, I don't... 
the way you run a classroom and the way you relate to your students in your classroom is so different than you relate to your own kids. Yeah. yeah. My daughter's teacher says that all the time. I treat my own son way differently than I would. I'm so much meaner to him right. than I am <laughs> to other people's children that, you know. Yeah. Right. Right. I just don't have patience for that. Yeah. That's so, that must be so hard to like have to like split yourself in two in a sense. Like at home, like I will whatever discipline you in the way that I cannot do it at school. For sure. (laughs) For sure. sure. Like I can't scream at you. You can't scream at the kids. And being a parent in my community where I teach, like, is weird. Right? Because then, like, what if you have a conflict, like, with one of your kids' teachers? Then that's like your colleague. Right, or right? parent, or parent. Yeah. So my son is at the age now where I have siblings of kids who are in his class. Right. So I see them at birthday parties. I see them at different social functions so at school. The lines are blurred, and yes. it's really weird. That would be confusing. It's really weird. And then I see the kids acting a certain way at the parties that yeah. I have in my classroom. And I, I always said, like every year before I taught. Well, as long as I've been on Facebook, the, the night before <laughs> the kids came, I would write my status every year in Termis Littles because yeah. it's a character I play. It is. Yeah, it is. And and like it's it's me, but she's totally nicer than me, and she doesn't say fuck. No. Well, that's not true. She, she uh, towards might. the end she said fuck a lot. Yeah. Because um, she didn't give a fuck towards the end. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, that's an interesting thing about like the, the hats that you wear and how that shifts at like parties and stuff like that. Do the kids refer to you as like, do they act like you're a teacher or they act like you're like a mom that's a friend? They come up and they're like, what are you doing here? Right. Oh, what are you doing (laughs) here? You know? And they're like, don't want me there. I was like, don't worry. I'm not here to interfere with your little party yeah, just run along. Like you're here to have fun too i don't want to yeah. talk to you either go yeah. smoke cigarettes and drink <laughs> beer yeah. and it's fine yes yes I yeah that's so i mean like at a, the college level i've run into students out in public and it's always bizarre high school level too yeah oh, and you're yeah. like i have a beer and you have a beer like but we're like both adults yeah. so i think it's okay and then like they'll be like oh professor k i'm like it no, you can still call me Professor K, actually. You're not calling Pro K. Yeah, you're not calling me Professor K. But I can't imagine if there were, like, little kids and you have to be social. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like I look my worst at Target on the right. weekends, and then I hear Miss Smith. Yeah. Oh, no. I look wor- I look at my worst right now. <laughs> today. You look your best right now. I am 100% unshowered. Iris dressed me today. I, I don't really match. I think you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's For fine. Sure. It's sort of. An I'll eclectic. take a picture. I'm going to take a picture and ask our and ask our <laughs> listeners. Yes, our swarms of <laughs> listeners what they, oh, they think. feel. So the only reference for a kindergarten teacher that I have in my brain is um, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in kindergarten cop. In kindergarten cop, he was great, <laughs> but he got frustrated really quickly. Sure. <laughs> so I imagine that this is real life, like. But the, I guess the question is, are you a secret cop? No. <laughs> no. But how frustrating. Like, do you want to, like, throw a kid? Like, do you need a whistle? Like, do you feel like that would be a beneficial well, teacher? Sometimes, sometimes. I guess before I had kids, I, like, had a harder time understanding and having patience. But since I've become a mom, it's 
been a lot calmer and easier because I'm like, oh, if this were my own yes. kid with yeah. this teacher, like, totally. how would I want to maintain their dignity? And This is so, okay, I'm so glad you said that because I had the exact same experience. After becoming a mom, I became a better teacher. Mm-hmm. I Not better because I was more tired, but I think I was far more compassionate and a yeah. lot more understanding mm-hmm. of where the kids were coming from. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I definitely felt that shift. And definitely with parent relations. Yes. Like just approaching that in a different way. Right. Because I have kids. Because yeah. this is your baby. Yeah. And like you, I don't think you understand that before you have kids. No. And like how yeah. important. You could devastate them. Yeah. Or let them have some hope that their totally. kid is going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious about like, do you see like different types of parents? Like what are the like, so like let's try to break down like the different sure. types of parents that, that you encounter on the regs. And do you have secret nicknames for them like amongst the teachers? <laughs> well, no. Okay. <laughs> like there's no. a, mm, no. no, 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 whatever. Just like okay. helicopter, just the ones that yeah. are like Okay. Okay. okay so there's, terms. so there's helicopter mom. Tell yes. us what helicopter mom is like. In everything all the time. Yeah. You know, so-and-so, someone was mean to them today. I just wanted to email to let you know so that you can talk to them. And, like, I don't I do not do that. Like, I don't do that. You seriously get those emails? Oh, all the time. Or, <laughs> you know. Just emailing like that. I don't even think I'd have the nerve to do that. But, no. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Or um, when I was in third grade and the kids had to bring homework. And, you know, we were trying to instill in them, it's your responsibility, it's your homework. You know, the parents running up to their rescue with the homework and it's not their fault and just totally not giving their kid empowering any them. responsibility or, yeah. or any empowerment to, to be independent. They do everything. Like, right. I have kids that couldn't even take their own sweatshirts off. Right. At school. Wow. In mommy, third grade? No, in, in kindergarten. Okay. In first grade. But still, yeah. That's kind of Yeah, like, that's wow. late for that. So yeah. what, I mean, like, man, Those how do you handle yeah. that? Like, how do you handle that person? You just kind of like humor them? Like, okay. I mean, you almost have to hold hear their hand for a little bit and reassure them that their kid is going to be fine and that everything's going to be okay and that we want what's best for their kid and that's to be independent and to speak up for themselves and to you know handle their own stuff yeah so you know. gently encourage right a shift in that in that direction absolutely right at right. age five yeah 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 okay so helicopter mom is one parent tell mm-hmm. tell, tell us about another type of parent i guess the other extreme is the parents who don't do anything yeah. right that would be us you send emails <laughs> they'd never respond like you that won't no. be us <laughs> They never have anything they're supposed to have. Like, they're a mess. The kids are a mess. Like, they're not, like, Like, on certain days. Like, late for school. Yeah. Right. But is it, like, sad? Like, like, or is it just, like, mom's super busy? No. No. Most of these moms don't work. I would say 75% of the moms where I work. Don't work. work. Oh, so you're dealing with with that so specific just, sort of population. Yeah, like, like but it's can't. not like a neglect. Like you're worried about. No, no, not like no. no. Mom is doing like not for not, ours. right? No, no. So there's like super not together lazy mom, and then there's like so helicopter I guess mom. That is me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like I'm worried right now. That like that's not that me. you're gonna be like you're abusing your kids. Just like your brain is elsewhere, and like, do you think they don't care, or they're just like. Maybe they, they don't figured care. it out. Yeah. Or and by, by kindergarten? I don't yeah. know. The other day, Iris had a swimming day at school. She has swimming days on Tuesdays and Fridays, which is 
just like painfully frustrating for me because I'm like I have to fucking put her in a swimsuit <laughs> with sunscreen two days a week and then remember to put a change of clothes. There's a lot of like yeah, things that go along. Remember, but I usually like I do it. I'm okay. It's fine. But I forgot her shoes one day. Like she only had her swim shoes on, and I went to pick her up, and she was barefoot, and I was like. Iris, where are your shoes? And her teacher was like very polite, like very sweet, like, oh, she she didn't have any, uh, she didn't have her shoes, and so it's fine. We've just been having a barefoot day, and I was like mortified. I was like, I'm that mom. I the same exact like, thing happened to me. So <laughs> negligent. I forgot to bring their sleep mats, <laughs> yeah. and then on Tuesday I came in, and their teacher was like, "Did you get my note?" And I was like, "No," because <laughs> I didn't look for it. She was like, "Oh, they just." They were missing their sleep mats. And I was like, they were missing them from what? And she was like, from them not being here. And I was like, oh, no. I cried. I, like, went home and cried. Like, yeah. I, the folder thing, like, I feel like I would I would forget to check Iris's folder, but Iris never forgets. That's Every awesome. Every day That's she goes right. to her folder with the butterfly and yeah. gives me all of her artwork. So she... Iris is more on top of it than I am. Yeah. She remembers all the stuff that I tend to forget. That's... Like, I'll be nice. like, yes. where, where is your so-and-so? And she'll be like, like, the other night, did I tell you this? We She still sleeps with her pacifier at night. Okay, she's two and a half. I mean, I, I don't know if you're judging me about that, but I, I'm judging me a little bit I about am. that. <laughs> no, I'm not judging you at all. Anyway, so, like, we could not find it. We could not find the pacifier anywhere. And Mike and I were going, it's here, it's here, it's here. And Iris just kept going, guys, it's downstairs on the little table. And she said it, like, so many times. And we were like, Iris, it is not downstairs. Why would your pacifier be downstairs? And then finally, Mike was like, all right, show me where it is. March down here. She's totally naked because she just got out of her bath. To march down here totally naked. Where's the pacifier? On the little table. I'm just like, all right, She's fine. A genius. You run the household. I don't care. Makes it easier for me. We never know where anything is. Um, <laughs> Ever. Yeah, like what kind of mom do you think you are? Which, which, which end of the spectrum are you as a mom? I... Definitely not helicopter because I just don't have time for sure. that. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Really That's the question. How do you have time? I yeah. don't. And I don't think about the things that they think about. Like if my son comes home complaining that somebody didn't pick him for his team, I'm like, then find someone else to play with. <laughs> Get away from William. Like find right. someone else. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Or like Timothy told me that this. Like, then get away. Yeah. You know? Right. I, I'm not going to get in his business like that. My mom was very common sense in how she raised us. Like. If someone hurts your feelings, find a new friend. Right. Or, you know, if you forgot it, that's your fault. Like, yes. your responsibility. Yes. So I feel like I've retained some of that that's in, so great. you know, my own parenting. It's but sort of unusual these days. I mean, I'm not, I don't have time. Right. Yeah, you know, to I do everything. I just don't have time. I guess if, like, 75% of your moms don't work, though, they, they maybe they have time. And they need something to, focus to worry on. about. Yeah. Sure. Besides where someone's hair bow is and why I can't find it. You know, like this, I just did a camp and um, one of the little boys had a water bottle and he said, can you put this in my backpack? They were going to a different like little class and I said, sure. So I put it in his backpack. The next day I let him out of the car and mom's like, where's his water bottle? Oh, like, no, well, she did I not. I put it in his backpack when, you know, he left yesterday. So yeah. I know he brought it with him. Well, it didn't come home. You need to look for it today. Okay. Look everywhere for it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe it fell out. Like, right. Saying, we'll look around. Like, I don't know. We don't find it. And so I'm thinking, what in the world am I going to say <laughs> when I put him in the car? Dad picks up. First thing out of Dad's mouth is, where's the water bottle? Of course. And I open the car door to let the little boy in, and it's in the floor no. of the back seat of their oh car. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, he 
here it is. No, sorry. No, like... Are you serious? So there's, like, that parent. Like, okay. the unappreciative, like, demanding, I, like, you're never good enough or smart enough kind of parent that treat you like crap. I cannot imagine. Basically. I cannot imagine ever treating my daughter's teacher that way. No. Especially because, I mean, I'm maybe I'm just, like, thinking too far. I don't, like, I don't want her... I don't want the teacher to treat my daughter like crap because I'm an asshole. Right. <laughs> See, that's right. Like, take one it out of on things it. that yeah. I feel. Yeah. Like, do teachers do that? Like, do you... Yeah, do I they, mean, you don't have to say. You could, right. for sure. Right. And there are some times where you're so angry or you're so upset or hurt by something that they said or, or did that you don't even... Like, Subconsciously. Yeah, right. Yeah. With them yeah. right now. But you have to, you know? Yeah. You have to. You kind of compartmentalize that for a little bit and go on about... Are those parents, like, common or rare, would you say? Um, they're becoming more common, especially the population where I am in a private school. Everybody thinks that since they pay and top dollar, dollar right. Right. technically we're in charge. Like, you're the help. You're Right. You you're know? the help. You're the hired help. You're not the professional. You're, yeah. you're not really a human being. You're just, like, our maid or driver gardener or whatever. Oh, my God. Know? So there's, um, there is that. Sad for this. Yeah. I don't ever want to be that parent. You won't. No. You'll never have no. a gardener and a driver. I'll tell you that no, right no, now. I definitely won't. No. And that's where, like, no. they don't have problems. They don't have big problems. Right. You know? Like a water bottle is their biggest problem. Exactly. Right. You know, right. A hair bottle. Must like, be nice. Yes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Must right. be really right. nice. <laughs> I, like, I, we had some, like, minor issues with TV watching at my kid's school, and I had said something to the boss, and she was like, no. Like, she basically shut it down. Yeah. Like, I was like, it watching a lot of TV and she's like yeah. no they're not and I was like okay <laughs> I guess they're not right and I went home and I was like what should I do my older sister was like you got to pick your battles like is this that big of a deal to you and at the time I wasn't like shoving television down their throat myself right but now I don't care because it's all they do is watch TV no that's not true but they watch a lot of TV but anyway so I feel like that's maybe there is a fine line yeah. that you walk where you want the best for your child and you want them to have a great experience and learn the most and you know be safe and happy yeah but you also don't want to be that nagging right annoying you know basically like be a person. decent human being yeah just be right. a human and approach being. everything with empathy yes and yeah. compassion yeah, we talk about that all the you time. don't know right. what's going on in there you don't really have a clear picture of your child at school every day yeah and you don't know what we are having to funnel from administration or, totally, or you know, yes. from different avenues to, to, you know, juggle and balance in the classroom. So just, you know, my daughter had an incident in her school. She's coming home with bleach all over her clothes every day. And it was like, not that we spend a ton of money on her clothes, but like, what? Yeah, Why no, but that's weird. Yeah. Does she get it? Like, what's going on? And that so would freak me out. I like, a question, you know, and so they said they would figure it out and they thought they'd taken care of it and she's coming home with more. And so I felt like super awkward. So yeah. what did you do? Turns out that I guess the toys they were cleaning them with, she was the first kid there in the morning because I have to drop her off at 6.45. And so she would just get it. But then oh. I was like, what did she put Yeah, that's what like, could what? be scary. Or like, you know, eating bleach. But yeah. like after the second or third time I brought it up, it, it stopped. stopped. Right. You know. So I think it's all about how yeah. you go talk to them, take the emotion out of it, you know, be factual question like hey I'm just wondering about something you know don't yeah come in yeah. Like, where's the water bottle yeah. I mean so I, I, I kind of I complained scenario. one time about something that I've probably talked about 18 times on this show but like when I called the teacher I was like okay I'm so 
so sorry that I'm even calling you. I feel so terrible for like even wasting your time. <laughs> and I and I just like totally put it, you know, like do you get parents like that who are like so apologetic about like <laughs> I'm sure. So sorry. And, but then you're more compelled to be like, no, 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 don't worry. I want you to be able to call right. me whenever yeah. you feel like there's a problem. Like don't that's where like the open communication and the right. you know village that it takes, like trust. You have mm-hmm. to trust both sure parties to really do the best job for their their kid yeah okay I have another question I really just want you to teach me how to be a better parent so um (laughs) so like we talk pretty frequently about like discipline Mm -hmm. on our show so as a how I want to I want to know how you discipline your kids at school and how you discipline your kids at home that's a good question totally different yeah let's let's hear it let's hear it let's hear it (laughs) Um, at school, we used to have those awful color clip chart things, and then we had this folder where you marked, and it was horrible. It felt like <laughs> like institutionalized yes. discipline. Like, I was a yellow today. Like they, it, You know, so my good friend was telling me that, that, that her son had that system at his school, mm-hmm. and it was just crushing. He would come horrible. home and be like, Mommy, I got a blue star today and it would like defeat him and it it, it made the behavior of the kid like the same right right instead of taking the choice like you had a choice this is the choice you made you know you need to take responsibility for that choice it didn't work how it was supposed to work it was just embarrassing and yeah. Demoralizing. Yeah. Publicly displayed. That's crazy. And, and, and really punitive. For a yeah. five-year-old, when we had folders with marks, they're like, woohoo, I got five marks. Like, they think it's awesome yeah. because you know, in yeah. their world, no. more points is good. You know? Right. So it didn't do anything. Um, now the approach is more about self-regulation and about realizing when you need to get in check. Right. Before something happens. Mm-hmm. So we have this little station called Take a Break. Ooh. It's not timeout, which you have to be super careful in how you introduce it to the mm-hmm. kids and explain it to families. But like you just say, hey, I think you need to take a break for a minute. They're not in trouble. They haven't done anything wrong. But they go and like think about like what has happened, how they need to come back into the group. And when they're ready, they come back. I love that idea. Yeah. My, my daughter's school says walk away. They say to take a walk or yeah. walk away and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So we try to be proactive more than reactive. Yes. Yeah. So like, before we go down the hall, who can remind me of how we're supposed to walk in the hallway? Right. Knowing that some of those kids are going to run out the door right. crazy. But if you kind of set them up for off, success, yeah, then it's way better um, than letting everybody go and screaming at them. Right. It's yeah. really your fault as the leader for not you know, setting that standard beforehand. Right. That's how it goes at school. At home, I can't say we have take a break. Like (laughs) kind of wait for something to happen. Yeah. And you react to it. Yeah. Um, because you're not watching. I mean, not that you're not no. watching, but you're just like not there to exactly. monitor at all times. So I'm cooking dinner. Yeah. I'm right. The bathroom, like, right. Yeah. right. Exactly. If you're being a human. And, yeah. You're being yeah. A we have person. a timeout place. You do. We do. It doesn't get used often, but. But you do use timeout. We do. Yeah. We do. So we talked about this like a couple episodes ago that I use timeout and Stephanie doesn't. And, and we actually got like a really awesome responses from people who mm-hmm. like use it or don't mm-hmm. use it and how they like. Um, but I've been trying this take a break method. Mm-hmm. Like take it like calm down, take a breather. Like 
Um, I don't know if we're there yet, but it's starting. I, I like it. It seems like a good idea. I mean, our kids idea. are still really young. Yeah, they're very young. Yeah, it's hard. And your son, too. I mean, yeah. four is. He, yeah. But do you think, like, okay, so once he starts kindergarten, he has not started No, yet, he'll right? be pre-K this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And they start this sort of take-a-break model. Do you think that'll change, like, Will you still, will you use it at home? Probably not. No. Okay. That's right. That's <laughs> totally honest. I love it. Yes, I love it. Because when you have to lead 20. Yeah. Versus one or right. two who are your flesh and blood. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be super proactive about it. Yeah. I mean, yes. Just how life goes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. For sure. That's great. Um, Anything else you want to share with us? Yes. How Basically, let's just sort of round this out with like, tell us how we can be the best um, parents um, to our kids' teachers. <laughs> like, apples are not cool anymore. <laughs> no one wants How do we one. make our Nordstrom kids gift cards? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Bottles of wine, whatever. Yeah. Um, I guess just be supportive and, and back them up when it's right. And, you know... We're human beings. We do things wrong. We're not perfect. Right. You know, we don't handle every situation perfectly every time. There's not a manual. You know, yes. exactly. And every well, class is, is a different. Manual. <laughs> and some days your child may be perfect in class. They may have a terrible day. Right. You know? Yeah. And so just having that open communication with your kid's teacher about what's going on in their lives at home, the teacher communicating to you with what's going on at school on a regular basis, I think then when you have to have those difficult conversations... Right. There, there's been dialogue before then. Right. Right. It seems like everybody just being a human being is Absolutely. the way yeah, to make it work. Sure. Like the kid, no, understanding that the kid is a human being, the parent is a human being, and the teacher is. Yeah. Absolutely. It just gets hard when I, I mean, when you're, you know, your parent, like all of a sudden, like something gets around and you're like, oh, I need to protect and like take care of you. And- For sure. And know that in a classroom, there's a hierarchy of, of where your child fits in. Yeah. And it's what's best for the school, and then it's what's best for the class, and then it's what's best for your child, not the other way around. Mm. You know, and I feel like in a lot of families, the children are the center. Sure. And the family revolves around. But in the classroom, it just can't work that way. Right. That's a really good thing to to remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't all be about your child. No. No. All the time. No, they have to learn how to fit in, and they have to learn how to navigate adversity and and when something doesn't go their way. Right. They have to, to figure that out. That's awesome advice. That's awesome advice. Yeah. Brooke, you I mean, and it's kind of hands so off. Great. It's it is. Like, it is. The kids need to figure and some stuff out. don't believe everything they come home and say. No, right. they're li- all liars. I don't know oh. how many times I've had a call and they tell me, this is what they said happened. I'm like, yeah. that is crazy. That I happened. have had that happen to me so many times on the high school level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please do not, please do not believe everything your 14-year-old kid who is hormonal <laughs> yeah. and mentally like ill right now with no yeah. prefrontal cortex is saying to you. Yeah. And I just want to sure. be like, are you an idiot? Like wh- I'm a hu- I'm a grown human. Yeah. Like why, why, would you why lie? the hell would I lie? Yeah. What, what do I, what do I gain? No. What do I gain from having to write you an email with my time is yeah. the thing. Like whenever I have to write you an email parent, you know what? That steals like 30 minutes of my time where I could be on Facebook. Right. Levi lied to me this morning when I said, do you have a poop? And I looked him right in the eye and he said, no, mom. 
And he did. I feel like with Levi, the answer is always yes, he has a poop. Yes. I feel like the kid has a lot of poops. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really need to know this This is important for you to know. What are you going to walk away from today? Well, Abby's son poops a lot. He really does. Yeah. Um, this was such a great conversation. I love this. Yeah. And I love knowing that, um, we're not the worst parents in the world. That's so great to know. (laughs) Yeah. That was really the real intention for this episode. Like, how are we doing? Judge yourselves. Yeah. Um, I wish you a really good start to the year. Thank you. I know it's a depressing time. Yeah. Um, but you still have a few more days. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Soak it in. Yeah. Soak it watch, in. Watch Freedom. as much as you can. Watch so television. much Netflix. My yes. Netflix isn't working, so I'm really <gasps> upset about it. No! Yeah. And I was in the middle of Tallulah. Have you watched it? No. Oh. Really? Oh, no. I had that experience recently where my Netflix wasn't working and I mm-hmm. thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I, it was truly like the worst thing that's mm-hmm. ever happened to me. So if Netflix <laughs> wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> we will take your money. Yeah. Boom, boom. That's not the sound. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks so much for taking Thank the time you. out of because you are a busy, busy person. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome that you came. We appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah, and email us if you have more questions. Maybe we could throw them at Brooke if, if anybody has any teacher questions. Yes. Uh, handsoffparents at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter. At handsoffparents. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail camp. <laughs>